Welcome. To Arcade Audio. You could be a dancer in Vegas, just like her. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. I am your host, Mullet. It's time to talk some drafts. Well, you didn't know I always draft. wanted to be a dancer in Vegas? What? Okay. You didn't? <laughs> just about filled the Grand Canyon with shit you don't know about me. Uh, I am your host, Jason Muse. Over Skype, we have the other three of the four members of the Swoggle Squad that are here with us today. First, well, you already heard him in Chicago, Illinois. It's Rich. Hey, you know, we come out uh, on this podcast every... Every, every, every week, and <laughs> we're just trying. We just want to try and make. We just want to try to make a good lucha thing. <laughs> so unfair! I was nice. I was a giver. That gift I could have started. I had a one. Everything. I'm like, no, I don't want to use it yet. Here's here's big feet, Rich. <laughs> All I'm going to say is it's very easy to shit on him for that. I'm going to go the opposite direction and say I was kind of endeared to him to, uh, for that. It he's was gonna, it was adorable. He's going to sell a shit ton of shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees when he gets fired next year. <laughs> <laughs> Good lucha thing! Good lucha thing! <laughs> In New York is Tope... Oh man, it's feeling great. Uh, I'm gonna say the word kayfabe about 27,000 times this podcast, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna stay hyped. Did if you're listening, take a shot for everyone. I would die. I mean, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> if you're if you're listening, uh, and you're not like at work or anything, you're just listening to this in the comfort of your own home. Do take a shot for every time Tope says kayfabe. Play the Tope says kayfabe drinking game and say goodbye to your liver. What would what would the Potswoggle drinking game be? Uh, drink every time Mama's family's reference, so drink. Drink every time McLaughlin Report is reference, drink. Drink yeah. every time. There's probably uh, some pretty good ones. Uh, shoot us an email, potswoggle at gmail.com for your best ones. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, let's do that. We'll announce the uh, winner on 300. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll announce who died. Uh, and also here with us is in Miami, Augie. Hey, I'm not doing so hot. I uh, I got two words for you: endless shrimp. <laughs> that one's true. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Now you're just now you're just getting too close. To the yeah, yeah. Mo and I have been there for that. <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, more like endless pussy for him. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. I wish I could read our our text message chat. No! <laughs> That's why I said a wish. Uh, uh, episode 399. <laughs> <laughs> I purposely went through all my texts like last week because I had like over a meg of fucking texts on my phone. Jesus. Didn't delete a single one from our chain and I still have like half a meg of <laughs> fucking texts. So uh, I'm never losing these. these. These stay with us forever. 
Of course, that is not actually Augie Miami. That is the next best thing. Not the next big thing. The next, <laughs> the next best thing is his, is his gimmick, Spencer Hamilton in Chicago with Rich. What's going on, Spencer? Hey, happy to be back. Happy to have you. Uh, happy to have you filling in for Augie, who can't be here. He's watching a bunch of dudes live their dream play hockey. And wins being an adult and hanging out with his wife. Uh, but goddamn all of that, we are here to talk 2016 brand extension draft. It's been a while since we've had one of these. Uh, but first, but first, uh, I wanted to have up front, as we are also going to have on the back end for you guys, a reminder about what we have coming up the next two weeks. Next three weeks, I should say. Next week's a, a game episode we already have in the can. Two ninety nine is the one you've really been waiting for. The best, the worst, and the stuff you have never heard, and probably a lot of it you shouldn't. Uh, Too hot for TV. <laughs> it is. It is. A lot of it is salacious. I'm I'm editing it in advance and sending it to the members of Swallow Squad so they can veto anything that is in that. Oh, and wow. I still have a folder of stuff that is still not going in that show. <laughs> <laughs> We're. Pretty terrible people, aren't we? <laughs> you're awful, shitty human beings. Thank uh, you. <laughs> but you're welcome. <laughs> you're very welcome. Uh, and then, of course, the week after that, episode 300, where you guys are just as big a part of the show as we are, because we are going to be taking your questions, uh, whether they be serious, funny, something you always want to know, something you just want to hear us do. We have a place for you to leave those, and Rich is going to share that information. Please, 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 we've got a lot of questions about uh, what you should do with them, but we're still waiting for actual submissions. So we know you guys are, we trust you guys. You guys have a wonderful sense of humor, wonderful stuff to to provide to us. Make sure you get them in in time. Rich, give them that number. Yeah, um, uh, there's no real time limit. If it's going too long, I'll just edit the fucking thing. But uh, that number is 260-376-3299. Once again, that number is... 260-376-3299. 260-376-3299. It's really in uh, honor of the most anticipated episode, not 300, but 299, because it's 2603-POD-99. Kids, get your parents' permission before you call. Or, I don't know, Spencer, you've seen a lot of those uh, hotline uh, commercials recently. How do they go? Yeah, it's just like Vince McMahon is like, Call now, it will be uh, a terrible Vince impression. Oh my god. <laughs> a Pat Sajak impression. Yeah. Right, kids, get your parents' permission to dial 1 800 492 RAW. 99 cents for the first minute, 50 cents for the next minute after that. Let us know who's your who's your favorite uh, garbage man. Is it Duke the Dumpster Drossy or <laughs> Giant Gonzalez? <laughs> Exactly. One man is a garbage man, the other man's made of garbage. <laughs> it's better than WCW's because Gene Okerlund would always have something salacious like, on the hotline now, find out what former WCW superstar was recently found backstage with a flamingo when he shouldn't have been. <laughs> it's like total bullshit. And it's asinine. So yeah, uh, so leave us leave us one of those. Leave us your hot scoop. Uh, treat it like how Colt Cabana and CM Punk used to treat Wade Keller's hotline and call in scoops like, Nick Bockwinkle has old balls. <laughs> <laughs> or hey, guess what? J- JYD's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Both facts. Uh, and also, because uh, you'll be hearing this uh, for next week's show, obviously, make sure to remember that live on Twitch, 
Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, July 26th, it is the next Todd Swarble title tournament, Elimination Chamber theme. We got five hot matches to determine who's going to join Seth Rollins in the chamber for the Todd Swarble title. It's Mankind versus Garrett Bischoff, LeBron James versus Samoa Joe, which is the main event anywhere in the world, Bray Wyatt versus Flo Rida, Peter Malark versus Krang, and Drew Galloway versus the genie from Aladdin. <laughs> His name's just genie. genie. Just Genie. Just so everyone knows, like, they're like, I dream of Genie? You know, which Tope's a huge fan of him, right, Tope? Yeah, Tope. Oh, I fuck, I... Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, trick you, go! And now this is Podswoggles. <laughs> of the week. Yo, okay, so here's the show, man. A fucking astronaut lands on a planet. He finds his bitch, and his bitch falls in love with him. The first thing that happens in that show is that Genie makes out with the captain, and then she calls him master. It's so fucking dope. Every single Tuesday, I was so hyped for I Dream of Genie. You didn't quite get the synopsis right, but you're close enough. <laughs> I got everything right. I know it. Uh, apologies to Barbara Eden. <laughs> Uh, wife of Bobby, actually, tying it back into the podcast. That's wrong. Um, <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Tope, were you the one that... Oh, man, this is really evil of me. Were you the one that said you used to be on, like, I Dream of Genie message boards? <laughs> no, not no. That was not me. Who was that? Uh, oh, uh, I don't know. We need, to, we need to remember who that is. It was not Mike Dion. <laughs> I don't know. We, we need to research that and figure that out, but so we can embarrass that person. Uh, so yeah, so those are all the plugs for right now, and I'll throw in the Swagglemania three announcement later on in the podcast. But let's stop, let's stop dicking around. Let's get into the draft that happened last night. Got used to recording on Wednesdays probably every week because uh, SmackDown's kind of live and important and shit now. Uh, so we have two distinct rosters. I want to go over them pretty, pretty, pretty in depth. But let's first just kind of, I guess, open it up to just general thoughts of how everything looks. Whoever wants to start. Uh, I'll start. Uh, so, like I said, this is a draft. So in kayfabe, Drake. <laughs> you're trying to get, you're, everything should make sense. I feel like SmackDown is more, with main eventer is more top heavy than Raw's. But it's the middle of Raw is just so much more jam-packed on both the Diva side and the tag team side and the Cruiserweights that it's it's going to be a lot of Cena, Orton, Ambrose, and AJ on SmackDown and hoping that start pop up. Agreed. I, I would kind of piggyback on that. The three draft picks, the new draft picks, I, I, I from the get-go, I think... I was hesitant on, of course, the three hours versus two hours, but you're still going to have a natural dearth. Um, and I definitely feel like SmackDown has that. Of course, I made the comment last night that Raw has pretty much all of the people that are not going to consistently be there. Raw has Brock Lesnar. Raw has uh, Big Show, who could be done any minute. Big Raw has Chris Jericho, who will probably go back to the scarf store at the end of the year. Um, you know, Mark Henry could slip on a banana peel and never walk again. Um, Braun Strowman could slip on a banana peel and never walk again. 
like those things are set in place where it can kind of even it out. But I, I do think it, it was definitely more raw over SmackDown bias per se. Rich, man, I, I just kind of took it in, you know. Like aside from the small little takes that we had in the moment, like I, I don't know. The, the biggest thing. And we'll get into it, I'm sure, a lot more later. But the biggest takeaway for me is all the the NXT stuff. Yes, we will analyze NXT heavily, heavily, heavily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spencer is still kind of a a, a burgeoning uh, a burgeoning fan, and you know, uh, still a little bit of an outsider's perspective, but definitely aware of what's going on. And this being your first draft and first brand extension you kind of experienced, what did you think? Um, well, I mean, I'll tell you what, dude. I was really excited to find out who uh, the NXT people come up were. Um, I was really excited just overall. And by the end of it, uh, it sort of felt uh, lackluster overall. And I think I think a lot of that was because of the choices that they made from the NXT roster. Yeah, I mean, when the initial draft happened in 2002, everyone was so excited because of all the different possibilities. And then in a very short amount of time, none of them really happened. Yeah. So expectations immediately and interest immediately waned. And for this, it's been pitched as you guys are going to compete. You guys are going to do the same thing as before. And then, like, for some reason, like, when the draft happens and, like, it sets in, for me, I don't know what it is, but it's the guys coming out in the fucking roster shirts where I'm just like, I get that when you get drafted by the fucking Timberwolves, you know, right. you fucking hold the shirt up and you, the jersey and take the picture. But for some reason, like, that is, like, one of those things that just makes it feel, like, hokey and not as legit as it should. Yeah, it doesn't tra- translate well. Because because Dean Ambrose is never going to wear that SmackDown shirt ever again. And he yeah. probably didn't want to wear it to begin with. <laughs> but it's, just, it's one of those little things that reminds you, like, you know, if this was treated, like, as a 100% shoot like a Cesaro promo then <laughs> um, then then it would it just would feel a little bit more fun not the stupid things that kind of add to it does anyone else kind of feel that way or kind of have something else I like well I've got something else something else I noticed um, I mean how, how many I mean like you were saying before it's like wow the possibilities possibilities are so endless they could do anything but then they draft Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler to the same company. They draft, you know, Rusev and Titus O'Neil to the same company. You know, all, all these guys, uh, Sami Zayn and, and uh, Kevin Owens to the same company. So it's like, oh, okay, we're not actually doing anything new. We're just keeping these same old feuds going. Yeah. And uh, to kind of piggyback on top of that, also, something just about a draft in general, and even, like, you watch the NFL or NBA draft, you know, after the first ten picks – it really doesn't matter because then you're just waiting for people to make moves and you know and you're going back to talk about the same people you know fucking Jalen Rose is looking to talk about anything else than a kid from Latvia you know that's going like 39th so like for a live show that's like mixing in wrestling as well at the same time you know they're like beyond a surprise like an American Alpha or you know something like that the audience also hurts the overall show because it's still people just announcing names so it hurts like the show as as a whole, but that's not necessarily like the the brand extension, the draft in in and of itself. Um, yeah, so I, I, gonna, I feel like they could. I feel like they could, they could get away with announcing names if they were going to sprinkle in someone interesting, and that just never happened. Yeah, in the latter half, 
I mean, because you still, at the end of the day, you still have guys on the roster that do need to be drafted, such as the Big Show and Kane, um, who got drafted in the same fucking round. Uh, but... Well, actually, Kane, Kane was not on the live show. Kane was afterwards. Big Show was on oh, the live you're, show. You're right, right, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They're next to each other on the list that I'm looking at, but yeah. Big Show was 23. Kane was 34. There's definitely not... Uh, uh, what is that? 11. There's not 11 of anything difference between those two, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> and and I just would have liked it... Like, when when Big Show's name got announced, Big Show got booed. Because people were like, we don't care. Yeah. Do that on the internet. I, I don't care. Uh, well, and also, just like, for it to have that just monicum of... of a reflection of, of what it actually is. Like, in any draft, be it kayfabe or real life, right. there's not an instance where you're drafting Big Show before Neville. Yeah. Or Cesaro, or Sheamus, or Dolph Ziggler. Right. right. Or Alberto Del Rio. Or fucking Nia Jax. <laughs> well, not to mention, if, if they're pulling from NXT, then why aren't they going for the the belt uh, holders, you know? Um, so, yeah. I definitely want to discuss that thoroughly. And we and we briefly did last night on our little chat. Um, and it still hasn't been something that's been addressed. No. Um, and I doubt it will be, unfortunately. And that's a shame because it's such an easy fix as... Tope said, and I kind of brought it before, you know, they still have Brooklyn 2, you know, mm. their biggest show of the year, coming up SummerSlam weekend, so they have to protect that show, which no one wants spoilers for that show, right? Like, like matches? Oh, no, I, I know, I know all the matches, but if no one wants to know... Rich, do you know, know the matches? Um, I don't, um, you can tell them to me and I can get excited and then I, I can forget them later. And Spencer, do you want to know the matches? I looked them up already. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, so, yeah, so, like, you can't, you know, like, you, I'm sure you can because, like, you figure last year Sasha was already called up when she wrestled Bailey, and that kind of took away kind of, well, didn't take away anything from the match at all, but <laughs> I still knew that probably nine, 99% of Sasha was going to lose. So if you have Joe get called up and then he goes in and wrestles Nakamura, then you know, well, Nakamura's going to win because Joe's getting called up. Now, should they both have been drafted? Well, fuck it, duh. But you still have to build that show around those two, around Asuka versus Bailey, and around Revival against Gargano and Ciampa as kind of your three main matches and, and have those guys there. And also, if NXT's a brand, you need somebody to draw people in to go see the shows that they're touring for. Yeah. But it, it's just such and we we talked about Chester about thinking about it more. It's such an easy fix, kayfabe wise, that gets people over. Like all you have to do is have Regal come out and be like, okay, we signed an agreement with WWE with Ron SmackDown to allow them to draft six of our talents. In exchange for that, we get to protect six of our talents. So you can't draft these six people. Regal says, I want to keep my champions. So Asuka, Samoa Joe, and The Revival are all staying. And then he doesn't announce the last two people. So then they can be like, oh, it's going to be Austin Aries that he's going to protect. It's going to be, uh, you know, uh, fucking uh, uh, Bobby Roode. It's going to be Nakamura. It's going to be Bailey. Who's it going to be? And Is then it? when you find out, it's like, oh, fucking he protected his two 
you know, these two people, and that fucking puts them over. It's so fucking easy. It, it also makes it that much more of a surprise as to who he didn't protect. Because it's like, oh shit, he could have he could have put a block on Balor, but like that that had to be a tough decision, and yeah. now Balor's gone. Yeah, like he didn't have anything else in NXT. I'm letting him pursue other things. Also, here's another thing I just thought about. I think I saw somebody mention online. What about like you know the NFB, the NBA has it? What about fucking draft rights? Like you could still draft Samoa Joe, but I'm not. He doesn't have to go until he wants to fucking go when he loses the title. So you can take Samoa Joe like 15th, but you're not going to get him for maybe a few months. Which, again, say that, and it's like, okay, maybe I won't draft him now. So it makes sense to draft him later. Yes, as a free agent. Just little, again, little real-life sports things that, you know, could have helped from a cape thing yeah. perspective. There's, there's a lot of or, NBA rules that they could have uh, brought over just for draft stuff as well as, like, free agency stuff. Like, I'd love to see what Summer Rae's bird rights look like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh, oh, point. Like, like they have to at least be. They have one year before they can get called up, like Mojo Raleigh, right? Oh, he's been there four years. Nah, well, shit. Okay. We can talk about him later, unless you want to, because I have so much to say about him. No, yeah. So let's. All right. So we kind of did general stuff. Well, we're on NXT right now, so I guess let's kind of talk about the NXT stuff, and then we'll go into like kind of where people are and where people went and whatnot. Uh, So the NXT call in order in a number: Finn Balor at five, American Alpha at twenty-two, Nia Jax at twenty. Oh, fucking love that pop! God damn it, loved it. Love their interview too that they cut. Yeah. Uh, on Center Live later on. Uh, Nia Jax at twenty-five. Alexa Bliss at forty-seven. Yeah. Um, Mojo Raleigh at fifty-seven, and Carmella at fifty-nine. And there was no CF pick as there was supposed to be. Um, and Heath Slater was still in a room by himself, and I definitely want to get to Heath Slater later. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, Rich, you're going to say something? And not Bailey at 61. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that poor girl. Yeah, I'll say this. Rich and I were hanging out before the show, uh, grabbing some dinner, and we were running down a list of, like, oh, well, these people are definitely the ones that are going to get, you know, they're going to be part of the six for sure. And I'll tell you what, we got two of the four. Yeah. We got Bauer because that seemed pretty obvious, and we said American Alpha was probably going to be the tag team. Yep. But yeah, we I, we might have actually. You know what? I think we mentioned Nijax. Yeah. My. There's just no way in hell we were ever going to guess Alexa Bliss, Mojo Raleigh, or Carmella. <laughs> I I'm trying to remember what my list was. I sent it to you guys on Facebook, right? I think I got four of them, didn't I? Didn't you say it was the five people who did the uh, fucking Nakamura? Were you the one who said that? Who, when they all met in the middle of the ring at a house show, so it was Alpha, Balor, Nakamura. Uh, and, ba- and it would have been Bailey. No. Hey, Bailey. I don't think that was me. Well, I think somebody made it. I think Widden said it, maybe. Oh, yeah. In the, the, the text chat or something. But no, mine were, of course, Balor and Alpha. I just gut feeling knew that's what it was going to be. Um, hold on, I got to find this. Where was it? I got to get through my pictures of Sam crying at Zack Ryder's new theme. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I thought Shinsuke so was a lock, and I thought Bailey was a lock. Well, and also there was the thing where like some assholes printed out like hugger section signs and put them on people's fucking seats, oh. and it got leaked as fucking news. <laughs> it, got leaked, it got leaked on SC Scoops. I'm like, oh, well, there we go. And like Sam watched the whole show with me because Sam's two favorites are fucking Bailey and Carmella. And so the whole night, I'm like, oh man, something big is going to happen. You're going to really love it. And she was like, you know, what is it? Zack Ryder's going top 10. I'm like, shut up. Um, <laughs> and I just kept waiting, waiting. It didn't happen. She goes, what was it? And I'm like, oh, well, I guess it's not going to be on the live show. And at the end, Carmella got drafted. She's like, oh my God. I'm like, that wasn't it. <laughs> Uh, so, like, that was just, that made me feel like even more shit for her, that people were so excited that she was going to get it, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> and worse with, the worst thing about Carmella, fine, draft her, but draft her to the fucking show with Enzo and Big Cat. Yeah. Yes. They split up all the couples, man. Del Rio and Paige are on different shows. Cash and Carmella are on different shows. Naomi uh, and Usa are on, on SmackDown. True. Well, they're married. That's, you know, Eric wow. Rowan and Dana Brooke. I just want to start that weird-ass rumor. <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, isn't Dolphin Dana a thing? Really? I yeah. thought I heard that I'm pretty, somewhere. I, I'm pretty sure I saw that as well. So, oh, Dolph yeah. wanted to date a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I gotta go take a shower. That's literally made me feel grimy. <laughs> Can't say he doesn't have a type. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, but yeah. By the time you're hearing this, well, no, actually, because this airs, like, tomorrow, but in three days, Bailey could be called up and be Sasha Banks' partner at Battleground. Right. Which it is ha- what'll... It has to happen, right? Here's my thing. Like... So if that happens, that insinuates that she's on Raw with the other three. That only leaves on SmackDown Becky, Natty, Alexa, and Carmella. And Eva Marie. But I actually should have just left her out. Oh, and Naomi. But that's still, like, compared to Raw's Charlotte, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, Dana Brooke, Paige, uh, Summer Rae, Alicia Fox. Like, that's, like, gonna have the focus. And again, we don't know if there's gonna be a second women's title. I mean, here's hoping that they can just sort of parlay into a sort of like, a, eh, we signed a free agent or something like that, you know, and bring her on to SmackDown. As far as the women go on SmackDown, it is thin. However, I am excited to see how Becky Lynch does as sort of the, um, the alpha woman uh, in that division um, with really no one else to, to get in her way. I mean, she's... Well, except for Natty. I mean, except, shut up. Uh, <laughs> and then big-ass ears. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm i excited for that. Um, I also th- thought that a kind of a cool thing, especially with their feud still going, uh, I thought it would have been a fun statement to draft Sasha over Charlotte um, just to incite Charlotte even more. But... The fact that Charlotte still was a, um, the second pick for Raw was cool as, uh, anyway. So Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, uh, as Rusev said, good for her. <laughs> <laughs> My, I found it. So I had Finn, Bailey, Mojo, American Alpha, Nia Jax, and I thought they were going to call it Dillinger. 
Yeah. So I was, I was wrong about Ty, and I was wrong about Bailey. And Don't. actually, I, I think I later on said maybe Alexa Bliss, too. Dillinger yeah, has so much... Yeah, it's not so Alexa would be the other female drafting. Dillinger can provide so much more of a service to SmackDown just yeah. by being a, a, a worker on that roster than Mojo Raleigh can. Yeah, but hey, man, Mojo and Zack Ryder are going to beat the Ascension a lot. <laughs> um, I don't understand so, why they don't. Uh, the hypros seem awesome. Am I just like a little kid? You're, yes, you're, you're a little you're child. Oh, okay. Child. Oh, never mind. Excuse me. <laughs> Go, you're, you're grounded. Go to your room. <laughs> uh, so, so we discussed Bailey. Uh, Alpha, of course, is awesome. I, I wish they were on the title. On the, again, the show that has the titles. So. That's a whole other thing as well. Is that Raw has yeah. every Raw SmackDown only has the IC and the WWE title as of right now, and then Raw has US Tag Women's, and we'll have the Cruiserweight title. Um, is that still going to be a thing? Because like they have Neville, <laughs> they have Neville, they have Sin Cara, they have mm. Sami Zayn, mm. they have Finn Balor. I don't want to say that's what they're, yeah. they called Finn up for, but uh, uh, they have Bo Dallas three years ago. Um, <laughs> the Shining Stars. Shining Star. Well, they, have, they have Primo, not Epico. Um, Enzo would be a cruiserweight, I guess. But really, what I think it is, is that they're going to just bring, like, fucking Kota Ibushi and fucking so, Andrew Alexander. They're going to bring, like, four guys just onto that show to mix in with them. So, so you're gonna bring whoever wins the CWC is gonna be brought in as the cruiserweight champion. Yeah. So you're gonna bring in even more people to Raw, like right. I don't know. Well, and uh, the mindset the, the people had was that you know the extra hour on Raw that's gonna be a lot of time devoted to the women. You only have what like ten girls. Put the girls on Raw and give them two quarter hours every fucking week, and there's you know a large chunk of your show, and then the rest of it. Give me just like SmackDown. But now they're split on two shows. So if you know, if you it's gonna be hard for the cruiserweights to not to to get as much time as they probably should. Yeah. Um So Finn. Fifth overall. What are the plans? Like what so he's on the same show as Gallows and Anderson, who have been split up from AJ. Which I like. I like, yeah. which I, th- I think will play in. But you can't... I think it would be foolish after two years of building him up to be uh, the baby face that he is. And granted, I prefer him as a heel, but that, I'm going to say that for almost everybody. To bring him on and make him do something that he hasn't done for a while with a lot of buzz. And I don't think that's what they're going to do, but, you know, what do you have him do right away? I would love to see them for once. I can't remember the last time they fucking did this. Like, a guy that they have a lot of stock in and a lot of future hopes in and a lot invested in. uh, Start him off with that heel run. Like... How many times have, like they should have done it for Roman? Just give him that heel singles run, and then you can turn him face. Like that's 
historically, when you look at your most successful baby faces, they have started with a strong, solidified heel run. I don't think that would be bad for Finn right here. If you if you're looking at it level headedly. So I rephrase my statement and I think um, that Gallows and Anderson will be shooting t-shirt, t-shirt guns into the crowd by the end of August. You're probably right. Uh, Tope, from a kayfabe answer, let me take all of that again. From a kayfabe aspect, Tope, tell me why he was drafted above Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and the New Day. Uh, I'll go easiest to uh, easiest to hardest. Uh, Brock Lesnar, as good as he is, you're not going to invest a huge contract on someone who has limited days. Makes sense to get someone who's a cheaper option who could be a bigger everyday star. Roman Reigns, you're still a little worried. It's kind of like, I don't know, a player smoking weed before the NFL draft and a video getting released. You just don't know yet. In- in a gas mask, don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> and New Day, even though it is three stars, at the end of the day, they aren't a proven main event team. So it's a reach, but you're hoping that he can be the star that he was at NXT in WWE. So that's why you do it. Okay, so did you believe any of those things? That you said? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> You're making a really good case. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with the statement behind it. Uh, he also went before John Cena. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, because, you know, he's, he's on, on the downslope a little bit. You're just really hoping the guy who I think is, is like 34 or 33. Oh, he's he like 38. No, no, fit. Oh yeah, Finn's uh, Finn's a year and a half younger than Randy Orton. That's it. <laughs> so why did you say that again? The young upstart. You're just really hoping that he can have 20 years as a top star at age 33. 35. No, 35. 30. I, well, shit. Never mind. He's fucking done. <laughs> First to cross, shattered ankle, Sid vicious ball game. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the uh, of the first round, except for maybe Charlotte. I like them putting him there because it again puts someone over. It's like, yeah, yeah, we believe in you more than Roman and Cena and Lesnar and New Day and Orton. And also, look, none of this matters. Eggs. <laughs> none of this matters. John Cena did not get hurt getting drafted seventh. Neither did Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar or any of it. But it does look great for AJ Styles to go fourth, and it's great for the entire women's division for Charlotte to go third. And it looks good for Finn Balor as a newcomer to go fifth. Like, for the dumb people, it it makes sense. And even when we draft, John Cena doesn't go fucking first or second. In our own drafts, he goes, like, seventh or eighth. Because we want to have fun with our companies. Exactly! (laughs) (laughs) See? We'll have a good we'll have a good marketing department. They'll come up with great shirts for the six people we took ahead of him. Um, I don't know, Spencer. Any any? I know Finn's one of your boys. Well, yeah, and that's that's part of what was so disappointing about the draft. Once once we saw the whole thing, because you start off with okay, so obviously Dean and Seth going one and two. Duh, no no doubt. Obviously, do those first. It was really cool to see Charlotte go third. You know, I was like, oh okay, we're doing something interesting. 
Uh, who, who went fourth? AJ. Uh, AJ. AJ. Awesome. Man, this is we're, – we're really shaping up for a cool draft. Finn went fifth. Oh, my God. This is going to be the best night of my life. And then it kind of just petered out after that. Roman Reigns was sixth. That's the turning point. So, yeah. So, I mean, it started out really cool and then pretty quickly. Yeah, after that was Reigns, Cena, Lesnar, Orton in that order. Yeah. We went, went, man, this is incredible. Things are changing to steroid city. <laughs> and John Cena. <laughs> well, yeah. Put that on Cena. Yeah, he just works really um, hard. He's, he's a goddamn workhorse. Uh, yeah, it's. I am, as always, cautiously optimistic. Um, I'm excited. It'll just be cool. Also, I'm very, very glad from the news we have today. The JBL will not be commentating on Finn Balor matches. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, sure, it would have been funny to hear how bad it was once. <laughs> Just wait until he commentates on uh, fucking American Alpha. I, my hope for that is... He's going to call him Haas and Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> my hope for SmackDown is... Morrow takes JBL aside before their first show together, and he slaps him right in his Texas fucking face and says, not on my show. <laughs> you hop in a fucking time machine back to 2006, you piece of shit. I think Captain Phillips the shit out of him. Look yeah. at me. Look at me. In his fucking perfect voice, though. I don't even want to... <laughs> Look at me! No, <laughs> yeah, no, don't even try. You can't. You cannot equal Morrow Ranella's voice. Though, <laughs> uh, speaking of SmackDown, super quick, I'm look, I'm still on the list now, and a crazy thing. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the last twelve picks of SmackDown, if you include Naomi, all in NXT, like the new NXT. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Tyler uh, uh, Fandango, but yeah. no, it was no one I meant to say. Sorry. Uh, uh, but you can base. Oh no, I think he, yeah, he did. Yeah, before he got called back up. Yeah, you're correct. And that's where the old NXT writer is, right? Ryan Ward. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe, yeah, maybe he wanted his fucking guys. Like I can get these guys over. Just put them on my show. True. Sure. That's interesting. And yeah. I actually, I do like Apollo Cruz in SmackDown. He actually. Like, look at this it's roster. A fit. It's a good fit. Yeah. I, I, you know what, dude? Like, I, what Tope said, I fucking get that. Mullet, you and I were the same way. Like, oh, you don't want this person? We'll cast them on, you know, this show that we're doing. And we're going to fucking, we know how to use them. Give them to me. I'll mold them. Yeah. Give me, it's, it's a good ECW. Give me the land of the misfit toys. Yeah. Give me the people that you don't want, and I will, I will make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Vaude villains? You're just gonna yeah. job out in thirty seconds. I I got this. Let me just yeah. let me just let me have them. It Give costs me, you I'll nothing. Get six weeks of vignettes. The Ascension. Yeah, I know they're weird. Just let him murder, <laughs> people. Just let him murder people for a couple months, and he'll go yeah a few times. Exactly. Yeah, did it before. Apollo Cruz. Yeah, he can't talk. <laughs> Kalisto. Yeah, he can't talk. 
here's the thing. At the end of the day, Apollo Crews has never cut that promo Kalisto cut. <laughs> I, I, man, I, I like the little guy. He's trying. I just, oh. Uh, <laughs> How many times have we just said, man, fuck this, just give these guys a mic, let them get over themselves. <laughs> Not him! <laughs> I honestly, I feel like just give everyone a mic because listening to his promo yesterday, I was wrapped because I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> so if like nine out of ten guys are awesome on the mic and you don't know what that tenth guy is going to say, you're going to pay attention. Oh, that tenth guy's Bob Backlund, so you have no idea what he's going to say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> last time, the last time Bob Backlund was drafted, he found a magical ring in a box of corn pops. <laughs> Darren Young was drafted to Bob Backlund. <laughs> um, Alright, so we talked about Thane. Alpha... Well, since we're talking about Bob Backlund, can we talk about Bob Backlund for a second? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Hold on, let's start another podcast. <laughs> I, I, I mean, let me just say this phrase to you. You lack a constant tendency to relapse into barbarism. <laughs> What are you talking about? This is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Bob Backlund quoted that from Susan Lucci's autobiography. <laughs> All I just go ahead, Topai. I was gonna say I just love. He's broken Bob Backlund. That's all he is. <laughs> yeah, Brother uh, Darren. It's 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 everything that we've been saying for the past fucking four years that we've been on this Backlund kick. It feels like yeah. Like, it just feels so good for the rest of the world to come around to what we've been saying. He is our forever. chance at legitimacy. <laughs> uh, like, honestly, we were going to where the puck's going to be. Now the puck's here. <laughs> and we're like, welcome, bitches. Yeah. We've been chilling with Backlund this whole time. Yeah. I mean, first, first night, <laughs> the crowd's like warm, and then they realize, like, oh, like, there you go. That's a cool moment. He won the Battle Royal. And then Backlund picks him up like it was picking up a fucking Pringle. Yeah. And I already, we already all saw the Escalator video. Of course. Have you seen it's that, like, The Escalator video? I don't know if I have. It's Bob Backlund riding an Escalator without standing on it. Think about that. <laughs> okay. Think <Right>. about that. <laughs> well, how, how about Darren Young's uh, performance at the, uh, uh, at the draft? Like... He was doing uh, uh, inverted atomic drops, like old school shit like that. Yeah. And then, be, I feel like the crowd was chanting for the crossface chicken wing before he even did it. The crowd there was all about Darren Young there and Bob Backlund. Uh, at ringside. Yeah. At ringside, there was Maurice, Lana, and Bob Backlund. <laughs> Who <laughs> did the crowd... <laughs> Chant for yeah. that they want. Yeah. We want blank. They said they said that was how the damn match started. We want backland. Yeah, <laughs> that's at so ringside, awesome. At ringside, there's only one person that I would titty fuck, and it's Bob Backlund. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to name all of the vice presidents first. Quick, <laughs> coming on my neck unless you say Walter Mondale. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't do it. Well, Couldn't do it. Uh, if, no matter how this all ends, and, and I hope it ends with a lot of success and accolades for Darren Young, because I've always liked Darren Young. Um, which, by the way, no one has told Bob Backlund Darren Young is gay yet, right? <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. 
Good. Let's know what that means. <laughs> no one's told no Batman that Darren Young is black yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I hope it, it ends awesome for Darren Young. I hope he's over. I hope like you know, the best thing can happen for him. Really, all I really want is for this end up with Bob Backlund getting his own show. <laughs> like, they have a whole network. They have shit they gotta do. Like, just... Nope, do you don't need a premise. You don't need a pitch. You need a camera. That's it. I'll go one better to you. Uh, I hope this all ends where I it could end, like, at SummerSlam. He's a former WWE champion. He was a tag team champion, Pedro Morales. He's an intercontinental title away from that triple crown, son. Ooh. Yeah. Dang, dude. Bret Hart got a bullshit U.S. title when he couldn't move. (laughs) Bob Backlund can still wrestle circles around the entire roster. And Bret Hart can't draw a circle. (laughs) Wait a second, Mullet. Who did uh, Bret Hart beat for that uh, U.S. title? Oh, you're right. I think it was The Miz. Oh, man. fucking circle. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean... Holy crap. I mean, and also, I mean, obviously, the most obvious thing, Darren Young's fighting the Miz for the title. Yep. Anyway. And now it's time for this edition of Podswoggles. Internet stupid. Oh, no. Darren Young got knocked out. Uh, welcome, Bob Backlund, back to the ring. Or they just pull, like, a WrestleMania 9 where... And I'm standing up right for that, Rich, because you know where I was going. Release your <laughs> shitty Mr. Fuji impression. Call <laughs> Bob Backlund is currently being uh, scouted by Canyon Seaman. (laughs) Okay. Calm down. I'm soaking wet. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you sweating, Backlund? (laughs) That's all you need to say. Uh, We covered off a little bit. Nia Jax, uh, I'm not against it. I made the joke, oh, The Rock went 25. Good for him. Um, Because, you know, it's another Samoan bias. But she's different, and I think she could be a nice addition to the main roster division. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes enough sense. Yeah, it's going to be a monster for Sasha Banks to topple in, like, November. Right. Is what it's going to be. Yeah, and uh, I don't feel like she's doing anything on NXT anyway. Like, she needs to be on the main roster to do something interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss, I am very excited for. I am too. I, w- I was more excited for her to kind of be the head of the women's division in NXT first. Like, I wanted her to get that good establishing run to where she could build herself a foundation the likes of, you know... Sasha and Becky and and so forth. I mean, she's kind of swimming upstream now. True. You know that doesn't say that she's gonna not achieve success long term. But you know, I thought that was kind of what NXT was for. I would argue that she would have been a better fit to put with Charlotte than Dana Brooke. Um. Yeah. To be perfectly up from from all from a mic work standpoint, from a being ready in the ring standpoint. Sure. And also just from a, like. An kind attitude. of how, from an attitude standpoint, like it, it, just to me at least, 
Uh, I don't know much about Dana Brooke, but uh, or Alexa Bliss for that matter, I guess. But it seems like Alexa Bliss has a really interesting personality. Uh, So I feel like they would, she would clash with Charlotte. Like you, you would want to root for both of them. Um, Whereas with Dana Brooke, I feel like she just sits there in the background and can just exist as like you know a Luke Gallows. Fair point. Yeah, that's that's Dana Brooke is the female Luke Gallows, except Uh, without any of the charm of anything outside the wrestling. No, definitely. I I was gonna say Dana Brooke wishes she was half as clever as as Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get a great (laughs) Doctor Death Steve Williams story from Dana Brooke. Exactly. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah. like you could put Alexa Bliss with Charlotte, yeah, and then have it like erupt into a feud like three or four weeks in, yeah, because uh, Alexa's pretty dynamic as well. Yeah. Like she started out as this very sweet pixie-like character, and then turn into this just like just rage monster, right, right. Um, which was like cool to see that transition, and cool to see that she can totally play. She can she can wrestle as both, which sure. is great to see. Um, yeah. You know, and you just don't—you never had a chance to see that with uh, with Dana. Um, so I mean, yeah, I guess it's—I guess it is best for her to be on her own. Um, and I just refreshed. Blake and Murphy are fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tope. Hey, bud. Talk about Mojo Raleigh. I mean, this is not a gimmick. This is leg- as legit as I can be. Mojo going 57 is the most kayfabe, <laughs> perfect sense move of the entire draft. Here's a guy who is literally pure fucking potential. That's all he is. He's the fucking seven footer from some African country in the NBA who <laughs> somehow goes in the fucking top 15. He's six foot four, 290, the same height and mentions as Brock Lesnar. Shane and fucking Daniel Bryan were like, hey, we can get this guy for cheap if he doesn't work out, fine. But he can be a main eventer if he just figures everything out. Let's do it under our watch. It actually makes legitimate sense to the process that you're trying to do, so I'm okay with it. In reality, he fucking sucks. In <laughs> 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 the shit. But he's super charismatic, great body, great attitude. He will want to learn, hey, maybe you can be fucking a mid-carter. But good for him. He's not a bad guy. There are so many worse guys. They're going to need somebody to fill that Ryback spot, man. Uh, one, yes. Also, two, don't confuse energy for charisma. Just be careful about that. Yeah, but I, w- I honestly would say he does have charisma. But like the buff Bagwell. I really just want to be Buff Bagwell so much. <laughs> Give him a hat. <laughs> the hat is not a gimmick, but for Buff Bagwell, it was. <laughs> Curtis Axel, no. Bagwell, yes. <laughs> Wade Barry with the coat? No. No. The Rock with the t-shirt? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's... I knew it was going to happen. It's just like, who is the one fucking shithead that we're going to be subjected to out of all this? It also made perfect sense because I saw NXT spoilers and I saw like he did his job out on NXT to Joe. So it's like, okay, that was his like bye-bye. So like now he's going to be on the main roster. He'll get to fucking cream Victor for a few weeks and then... 
yeah, it'll be interesting to see like where how they actually position him and what happens. Uh, but you just flippantly calling Mojo Raleigh a shithead was like the most apt description of Mojo Raleigh ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this shithead. He's a fucking. Sh- he's like I felt like Archie Bunker almost. <laughs> he's <laughs> just gonna go, I was going to say meathead. I'm like no, he's a shithead. Yeah, he's been called a shithead since first grade. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, anything else on Mojo before we talk about Carmella a little bit more? I mean, we kind of already discussed her, but... Jack Swagger? Oh, God. Why are we talking about Jack Swagger? Huh? What? Why are you going to do this, man? What? We're having fun. You see Jack Swagger looking like a nerd on Monday night? I did. (laughs) Yo, Jack Swagger, you look like a fucking nerd, dude. (laughs) He was drafted before Apollo Crews. Come on, show and defend yourself. Can we talk about the fact that, you know, I am not the president of the Braun Strowman fan club, which I'm sure is just all the members of the Kevin Nash fan club that are now part of that. (laughs) But, but like, why the fuck would he go 48? This is a seven-foot-tall monster of a fucking dude that hasn't been fucking barely knocked off his feet yet. Yeah. And he goes immediately after... Alexa Bliss, Mark Henry, and Summer fucking Ray. Well, as long as you went before Eric Rowan, I guess that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Uh, Carmella, I think we're all happy. We, we, you know, wish you went on the show with you know her, her team, but it's okay. Well, it kind of makes sense because now she can break out, and I'm also. I like an Enzo and Cass without Carmella. I'm I'm fine. I'm me too. I'm I'm glad that they're not together. And I I don't honestly. They're obviously going to be fine by themselves. They've been fine and have were before that. But it's like that's honestly what's really wrong with the women's division since you know the revolution is that there are so many of them. So when two of them are in a few, the other ones just kind of you know stand there and don't do anything so fucking pair them either in groups like they do in nxt or with guy talent so they can add they can be out there but not having to wrestle all the time or not having a job all the time the problem is they get one match in three hours that's the problem so yeah like the the fact that you're, you're not wrong to say that there's too many women but there's like 10 women there's like no women yeah so the problem is that they're just not getting matches yeah, no, and that's 100% true, but also they can't just wrestle each other. Like, the 10 of them can't just wrestle right. each other every over and over week. again. Yeah. And the uh, last thing you can do is have women jobber matches because those would be fucking. Well, that actually popped in my head the last night or the night before. Like, you know, like, maybe you get women jobbers. Yeah, that's. that's when we get to the point where we have women jobbers, that we have so many women that we just have extra ones that's, lying around. That's yeah. equality right there. Right, right. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, that, that's what, you know, sadly what, well, that's already what Alicia Fox has been for the past, like, five years. Yeah. That's what Blue Pants was, was supposed to be. Yeah, you know, like, if that really means they've made it when they have that kind of depth. Yeah, but yeah. also watch that TNA one-night only where they had, like, the women's fucking tournament yeah. and... That's. I mean, again, it's it's really good independent women wrestlers, but they also have Shelly Martinez most- and Rebel setting setting not even wrestling, but women back deck. <laughs> Big caveat there with what you just said, Tope. So let's just you know, I don't know that, that that's the best example. No, well, what I'm saying is that it's not just it's not a it's not a, a waterfall of talent. 
is all I'm saying. It could be. It's just not. Could be. Yeah, I'm not exactly. I'm not saying it can't be. I'm just saying it isn't currently. Look, all I'm going to say is that I really hope Heath Slater ends up being a jobber in the women's division. <laughs> uh, before we get to him, so we've covered NXT and the disappointments. Uh, other other notables throughout. Um, of course, Rollins going number one overall. Was anybody like worried that it was going to be anybody else? I mean, like him and Dean because of everything that happened on Raw. As Spencer said earlier, that had to be the way it played out. Yeah, yeah, no surprise. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. no. Nah. Uh, I'm trying to think. We already kind of talked about the top. And, and um, it made sense that Rollins went to uh, Stephanie's program. Yeah, yeah, of, of course, absolutely. Um, um, just a couple of quick notes uh, for this. I was, uh, I mean, this may have just been personal, but um, I was a little disappointed that Rusev went as low as he did. Um, thought 16th he went, overall. Yeah, I thought he maybe should have gone a couple rounds higher. He, he got a promo. I don't know if you yeah. saw the promo or not, but talking about that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, see that. so good. I, honestly, just for that promo, I'm glad he went so low. Yeah. It was such a good promo. Okay. It, it's okay. great. It's really funny. Um, and then, the fucking man. Uh, current favorite. Um, and then also, you know, I'm, I was... I don't believe I'm going to say this, but I, think I was already expecting it and already prepared myself for it and was looking forward to it I'm a little upset that Sammy and Kevin are on the same show it, it definitely takes some of the wind out of the sails of the match on Sunday being the final uh-huh. battle between them it could be cool because now it's stopping them what would be cool or, the only murder thing, murder would be awesome I'd love that. <laughs> I was about to say, like a death match, but like, no, seriously, some guy dies. <laughs> something like this. Like, they have the battle, and I don't know, something crazy happens where it gets interrupted by, by like, maybe like, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend or something like that. So then Sammy and, and you know, KO end up teaming together and become an unlikely duo. Sure. You know, and they could do that for the next six months. Sure. And then they can revert back to their, their thing. I think that's the only way you save this interaction. Because, like, even right now, I'm fatigued. Yeah, with because they because the problem is they WWE keeps teasing it and never going anywhere with it, and that's the problem. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's and also the rest of us have been following this for six years. Six years. Yeah, God, I can't even imagine. Yeah, and it's like awesome that they were that they just started right up with it as soon as they came in NXT. Sure, and then as soon as they came up to the fucking main roster, that's awesome. Sure, but also like they're not just on the indies now where. They're being spot booked here and there, and you can like book them as you know a package. But you have this entire other roster, mm-hmm. right? You know, um, like I definitely want to see them as a tag team once again. That's yeah, fucking perfect. I mean, you know, who can do that? Golden Truth, perfect. Um, but that was a joke, and that was a bad joke. <laughs> I like Golden <laughs> Truth. <laughs> They were the first non-live pick, man. You got to make sure you get Golden Truth early. They're they're growing on me. Again, I'm a child. I love Golden Truth and the Hypers. <laughs> no, I. I'm, fi- I'm much more fine with Golden Truth because, again, it's it's Booker T and Gold List 2.0, and yeah. you know you get stupid sh- shit like our Truth sucking a lollipop for no reason, like he's <laughs> fucking Joey Bryan. <laughs> and um, weird advances at Renee Young. I'm fine with it. But yeah, uh, I don't know. It just you wanted to see like so much more from them individually 
Right. And then come back to it. Right. Like, I... Because also, on the other side of that coin, like, you never know when shit's going to happen. And, like, when someone might get hurt. And, like, then boom. You know? All these potential feuds that Daniel Bryan could have had are never going to happen. So then, if that's the case, fucking cash in on this Sammy Owens thing and, and... have something happen like you said it's just been right stop stringing it along yeah exactly yeah I I am I am fine with the we're destined to do this forever because it always leads to great matches but it is definitely hurting their long term potential for all the other amazing things that they can contribute if they keep doing it now they're never going to do it for the title yeah well, yeah. I was gonna say like you had you had uh, Rock and Stone Cold what three WrestleManias in a row? Not in a row. Not okay, alternating. But, sure, but you see so, what I'm yeah. saying? Like so they you know they you could make the same you know they were sort of destined to do this forever, so to speak. You know these two huge guys. But they let it breathe. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they had their they had their match. Malik can know for sure. They had their first one first for the title '99, and between '99 and their last matching, they had. Three matches in then the four or five years they had yeah fifteen and then they had the month after at backlash and then they had seventeen and then they had the night after on raw and then they had uh, nineteen was the last one yeah so five um, and then of course like they would meet up at like you know like the winner take all match for Survivor Series or the Rumble or stuff but it would have been so long since they had gone there that the crowd fucking exploded. And the crowd still respects and loves Sammy and KO. Right. And, you know, and God damn it, they're going to do that fucking punching each other back and forth spot <laughs> every <laughs> single show. And I'm still going to, like, fucking dig it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now it's to the point where, like, what else do we have from? I don't know. They both get choke slammed by Kane. Love it. Yeah. It's like, that's at the point that we're at, you know? So uh, it'd be better for both of them, especially, you know, being, they don't want to be the two guys that are. They don't want to be the next John Cena and Randy Orton, and they fucking wrestle every single month, and everyone fucking hates it when everyone else on Raw is fighting for championships. They don't want to be that story. Yeah. Um, How sad is that going to be when you start to regret seeing Sammy and Kevin in the ring together? Yeah, you know, you don't want to get to that point. That's not a life I want to live. And no. that feud is destined to be Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler on SmackDown anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, no. What's meant to happen is that John Cena is about to be Baron Corbin at three straight pay per views. <laughs> And then fight Randy Orton for three more years. <laughs> hey man, Orton and Sheamus are on different shows. That's a win. <laughs> Good point. Um, do we want to talk uh, about? Other, the, do you want to talk about the commissioners uh, real quick? Uh, one real quick thing I want to say because I meant to bring it up when we were talking about the announcers earlier. Did they just take Lawler out back <laughs> and like put him down? <laughs> Uh, so the story I read was that him and Booker T are going to be used for like kickoff panels and stuff like that, like okay. using their Hall of Fame expertise in that regard, in that manner. Here's what I want to say: Jerry Lawler was replaced by David Fucking Otunga. Mm-hmm. I nobody deserves that. Yeah, I had to look up who that was, and I still didn't know. Look, look, he was punk on an, on a season of Flavor of Love. <laughs> look, say what you will. But the two of them have completely different marital lives. <laughs> it's true. Jerry Lawler, uh, as I say this right now, is doing his girlfriend's homework, and David Otunga is talking to Jennifer Hudson because that's his fucking wife. Wow. Uh, but David Otunga did have maybe the worst line of the year on SmackDown uh, when he was like getting a tryout during Lawler's, you know, like sabbatical yeah. for 
you know, domestic whatever. Uh, it was the AJ Styles Jim Uso match. He said, "Guys, if there's one person on this roster that can beat AJ Styles, it's Jimmy Uso." <laughs> no, was he right? This <laughs> no. He did not say it with an ounce, a milligram of sarcasm or conviction or irony. That's so embarrassing because he meant well, Jey Uso. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just get it mixed up. Yeah, real egg on egg on his face. Uh, what's gonna happen with Corey Graves in NXT? Is he still gonna do NXT or? I'm sure he'll probably do double duty for a little while. Yeah. yeah. They already just fired everybody else that commentates NXT. So I don't know. Maybe there's some other guy down there that's got a concussion that, that can't wrestle anymore. Because <laughs> uh, also Phillips, Tom Phillips is gonna be working main event and superstars. Yeah. Um. So I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh. We'll see, but I'm fine with him being on every show. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Uh, I, I also will be very happy to hear Shut Up, Byron, instead of, Byron, I want to kill you! <laughs> <laughs> like, it was getting to the point where I was totally expecting to wake up, click on Reddit, and go, JBL murdered by Byron Saxton. And it'd be like, oh, nice kayfabe news. Oh, wait, this is TMZ. Yeah. Who <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> would fucking take it anymore? Uh, Tope, reaching those big old... Thing of notes and give me some give me some points. Uh, let's see, let's see. Um, well, I was gonna say talk about the commentators a little bit. Oh, we want to talk about the commissioners too. Yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Um, I, I feel so bad for Mick Foley. It's fine. He's he saved his money. He is he's whatever. <laughs> but that that just that fucking I miss Daniel Bryan so much, and that fucking pop that he got was like, oh. Mwah. Yeah, and I and I don't see Foley being a long term solution. I see Foley being a oh, Holy Foley is done. Let's get somebody else. Yeah, know? definitely. Yeah, there's definitely uh, some brand synergy there by putting Foley in that place. Yeah, um, but I'm excited to I'm excited to see uh, if Mick Foley does what Mick Foley used to do as commissioner and just have fucking fun with it and. You know, and be legitimately entertaining. Then I think it has some potential. Are they going to probably do that in this day and age? Probably not, um, especially with Stephanie. You know, like looming. Uh, yeah, Daniel Bryan's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. As someone who didn't start watching Raw or, or wrestling really until after Daniel Bryan retired, it was really cool to see him back in in action. And it's cool that I get to still see him do stuff. Uh, even though it's not wrestling, obviously, but still be involved and, and be cool and have everyone love him and. Just, just see what he's doing. Having him come out on Monday night and just those yes chants coming again, it was so clear that they still haven't filled the void that was left when Daniel Bryan retired. Nope. He was the most over person this decade. <laughs> like, he was, yep. They didn't get the most out of him that they could have. It's going to take... A lot. I mean, hopefully they use that as a lesson learned to not let guys squander yeah. <laughs> when they clearly have more talent and more charisma than everyone else on your roster. Or just a connection, more of a connection uh, with the crowd. Um, but yeah, it was it was great to see, but it was also definitely like... Bittersweet. Bittersweet, and yeah, it, it also just a harsh reminder that that like, yeah, we're not gonna 
feel nearly as invested in anyone else uh, for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tobu, what else you get? <sighs> Is it time to talk about Heat Slater yet? Nope, not yet. Damn it. Uh, before that, I wanted to discuss the Cesaro promo. That was what I was going to say next. Yeah. It's about time! <laughs> that was the most even-keeled pipe bomb <laughs> ever. <laughs> the European pipe bomb. Yeah, it was, it was... Like, if you read it, he sounds more pissed than he sounds <laughs> listening to it. He really did. <laughs> That's just how that's, he's as amiable. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with everything that he said. Um, yeah, him going 28th is a bunch of horse shit. Yeah. He's done Overall. nothing but be stellar since he, he returned. Um, but he got a job out to Chris Jericho in six minutes. Somebody's got to do it. Um, I, I don't foresee it meaning anything. <laughs> But it's good to know that he is possibly getting frustrated to the point of taking those risks, and that could be the thing that that's stuff Vince McMahon likes. That's the stuff that can get him attention. So, yeah. hey, the other stuff isn't working. You getting massively over with every single thing you do didn't work. How about you stir the pot a little bit? Just hey, Sin Cara went and just punched Simon Gotch the other day. Just go do that. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> I have an update on that, by the way. Uh, according to Meltzer, the fight between Sin Cara and Simon Gosh was a, quote, one-sided destruction in Sin Cara's favor. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so Simon wow. Gosh's career is over. <laughs> but apparently Utico has, like, done this shit before. Like, he's, like, a legit person backstage and not somebody to fuck around with. Um, Thanks so for that. Just, just wanted to point that out. But... No, I mean, if it, uh, what else does everyone kind of have on that in that regard for Cesaro? I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he did it, but I also remember, I think, like two years ago, he's like, I'm tired of seeing John Cena versus Randy Orton for the 500th time, and he got, like, buried for it, so I hope he's not, but fucking, it's, yeah, it's fucking about time. Someone says shit on air and not, like, on Twitter. Yeah, and also, who who backed him up with that, Topai? Did you see who backed him up on uh, on Twitter? No, I didn't. Oh. Uh, and I believe it was Sasha Banks. Yes, it was. <sighs> no, so stupid. No, don't know. I think it's all bad. <laughs> save yourself. Save yourself, Sasha. And they're both they're both in the same uh, they're both same in the same brand. brand. Yeah, they're both on Raw. I don't know why I made that sound. <laughs> Sasha Banks is involved. That's why you made that sound. That's why I made that sound. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to point it out. Uh, we can talk about the Kalisa promo again if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> can somebody can somebody find a line by line version of that and read it aloud for me, please? Oh God. Well, I I do. There's a a, a tweet from Big E uh, that he deleted actually. So so good luck finding it. But uh, in reference to that promo, he said something to the effect of, uh, hey, cut the guy some slack. He grew up in Mexico. Oh, wait, what's that? You grew up in Minnesota? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. But yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, when, when it's getting compared to Jumpin' Jeff Farmer's promo, that's not good. Yep. That's not good. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to see if I can find 
I'm looking for it. You guys can keep going. Oh, Augie's online. Oh, great. But Augie's already here. Augie, how are you in two places at once? Uh, somebody got fucked up in my lab. <laughs> I'm here. Hey, welcome to the show, Augie, too. I can't stay for long. Oh. Why is that? Because I'm heading to this girl's hotel room to add a plus one. Plus one! Plus one! Plus, plus one! That's a new Lucha Lucha! Plus one! Plus one! <laughs> uh, have some good plus one, Augie. Why can't you stay on the line, man? Let's get this live on the show. Come on. <laughs> it's Smackdown Live now, right? <laughs> He's about to get some Smackdown Live. Yeah. <laughs> Augie, let me... Let me give you a little bit of a pep talk here, alright, Augie? <laughs> well, hey, I'm here. Like I said before, I'm here to shock the world. I'm ready. I'm ready to show Lucha art inside and outside the ring. But first of all, I, I, I can't stop thinking about Baron, Corey, Baron Corbin <laughs> being on SmackDown. <laughs> I have to get my revenge. Sabes que? Hey, like I said, I'm here to stay. Make make a uh, uh, a good good <laughs> lucha lucha thing. <laughs> That's what you missed during the draft lesson, Augie. Kalisto's career coming to a screeching halt. Oh Jesus! He'll, yep. you know, if he leans, if he just embraces it, and makes a good lucha thing. <laughs> yeah, balls in his court. He's yeah, gonna make a good lucha thing. Look, man. Yeah. They're Dude. gonna have him crash through a wall in weeks. <laughs> They're gonna make him the little mini shockmaster before you know it. All I know is I follow a bunch of people on Instagram, and I see like Enzo and Cass got drafted to Raw, and Sasha Banks got drafted to Raw, and Seth Rollins got drafted to Raw, and poor Becky Lynch is on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've pretty much gone through everything. Uh, um, you, didn't, you haven't seen anything, right, Augie? No. No. I might watch it tomorrow. I have off tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it was a decent little show. You know, it's... Listen to the podcast to kind of get your, your recap. Uh, you know about all the NXT call-up, right? Apparently Finn Balor? Went fifth overall. So the, so the six call-ups were Finn Balor, in, in order. Finn went fifth overall. American Alpha went 22nd overall. Nia Jax went 25th overall. Alexa Bliss went 47th overall. Fuck yes. Mojo Raleigh went 57th overall. Fuck yes. <laughs> and Carmella went 59th overall. Uh, good for her. Yeah. Who's uh, missing? Bailey. <laughs> Fucking, what happened to Bailey? You didn't hear him? No. He's dead, man. Get some of a Bailey, it's so sad. God, it'd be like a national tragedy. It'd be fucking. Why did she get left behind again? Uh, we, we talked, you know, there's a lot of different theories. She could be called up on Sunday, because Sasha Banks needs a, has a mystery partner for a tag match on the pay-per-view, so. We'll and see. Jesus fucking Christ, I'm on my way to go have sex with a girl, and I'm fucking talking wrestling with you fucks. You have corrupted the shit out of me. <laughs> oh yeah, we're the ones that have corrupted you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, how sad for you! Oh, how sad for you! Um, alright, Tope. Fine, let's talk Heath Slater. <laughs> so, uh, Augie, there were 59 picks in this draft. Okay. Heath Slater was not one of them. <laughs> in fact, he was the only person on the roster that was not selected. And the show ends with him in a room by himself and the lights getting turned off. Okay, wait, that's kind of a funny gimmick, though. I have, like, that's... I, I kind of like that. And now, announced today on WWE.com, Heath Slater, yep. after going undrafted, is pursuing work with Evolve and other British promotions. Oh, <laughs> never mind. So it wasn't a work, was it? Oh. Well, no, 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 like, it that is. That article was posted on the, the WWE, like, page. It's probably a work. It's probably, yeah. like, a, an elaborate... And those are companies they already work with. Yeah. Yeah, they work yeah. with RevPro, they work with Evolve, but... As I kind of mentioned last night, and I think Tope's going to elaborate on, this could secretly be, like, an amazing gimmick and an amazing thing that they do. Well, it already sounds like it's what they should have done when CM Punk left after he won the championship. Yeah. And they're doing it with Heath Slater. <laughs> really quick, who, who was Mr. Irrelevant? Carmella. Ah. Okay. Of the actual roster, Curtis Axel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Tope. It's... Well, the joke that everyone's making is he's a one-man brand, and he, <laughs> I think what they should have done is have him be like the NWO, where every single like night on Raw and SmackDown he buys like two minutes, has his own Heath Slater title, oh. and fucking cuts fucking promos, has matches against like shitty ass like like Roman Brains, and it's just the guy <laughs> fucking with those bullshit vests, and they could roam that for a week. For multiple week, and it would be great. Because then they will, then they will ruin it. But I think this could be a really funny comedy gimmick, uh, even though it probably should have been a you know serious one. But uh, I I don't know. I'm looking forward to it actually it's, now. It's got the if if they actually commit to it, it does have the potential to start out as something very funny and, and a very good comedic gimmick that evolves into something that like. If it gets over, it could become real. Yeah. It's... I am very, very excited. And if... Oh, I can't believe this is going to happen. out. If anybody could make this work on either level, I think it's Heath Slater. <laughs> no. It'd be Santino, but then Heath Slater. Slater yeah. <laughs> let it go, Riggs. Never. <laughs> I'll never let go, Santino. Santino's Grado, right? <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be some shit? <laughs> Santino's just been wearing a Grado mask for the last three years. So it's an immaculate, fucking stupid, fucking British impression. Scottish. Scottish, whatever. Well, technically that means he's British. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm excited to see, again, is it probably just going to be a bunch of fucking comedy segments with Curtis Axel and, and Bo Dallas bringing him out in a wig and mustache on Raw every week trying to yeah. say that, yeah, he's still here? Of course it is. But, it does it also mean that Heath Slater might get to like, go to Evolve and fucking work like fucking Matt Riddle and fucking Zack Sabre Jr. And, you know, and give a rub to that company and, and get to work a little bit more of what he like. Well, that could be fun as shit too. Like, yeah. why the fuck not? <laughs> The saddest thing is Cody Rhodes is doing this for real. 
<laughs> oh my god, that could have been like a fucking. That might have been their idea. Like, have Stardust go undrafted and he has like a psychotic break. And then he can come back as Cody. Oh god, he is so pissed. Well, hey, it's alright. He's wrestling Sammy Callahan and Bola Night too, so that's, you know. Dude, fucking, they just released a ton in the past couple hours of new Bola shit. It is off the chain. It is so fucking good. Uh, Sadell versus uh, a little guy called John Hennigan, Augie. You know, John Hennigan, uh, Johnny Mundo, John Morrison. He's in PWG now. Yeah, I'm excited to see what he can actually do in PWG. I mean, apparently he did really good in Lucha. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Fucking Ricochet and Jeff Cobb. Fucking uh, Marty Skrull and Pentagon Jr. Oh, God damn it. All, every time I hear the word Cobb, I just think Cobb Salad. <laughs> Jeff Cobb Salad. Except he'll fucking kill you. <laughs> he will destroy you. Uh, what else about the draft? Any Anybody else we didn't particularly discuss? Um, uh, just in general, did you guys see the NXT videos that they shot? The, like the live reveal of videos. Yeah. I saw the Nia Jax one. That's it. Wait, which one do you see? I saw the Nia Jax one. That's it. Which was the best one? Yeah, okay. that's a good one. If, if you've already done it, then I'll just listen to the show. But can you run through a list of Raw and a list of SmackDown? I'll do that for you real quick. Uh, and also for if someone decided to join the show like an hour and a half in, here you go. Uh, Raw is in order of drafting: Seth Rollins, Charlotte. Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, The New Day, Sami Zayn, Sasha Banks, Chris Jericho, Rusev, Kevin Owens, Enzo and Cass, Gallows and Anderson, Big Show, Nia Jax, Neville, Cesaro, Sheamus, Golden Truth, Titus O'Neil, Paige, Darren Young with Bob fucking Backlund, Sankara, Jack Swagger, The Dudleys, Summer Rae, Mark Henry, Braun Strowman, Bo Dallas, the Shining Stars, Alicia Fox, Dana Brooke, and Curtis Axel. Alicia Fox is still around? Yep. SmackDown is Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, John Cena, Randy Orton, Ooh. Bray Wyatt, Becky Lynch, The Miz, Baron Corbin, American Alpha, Dolph Ziggler, Natalia, Alberto Del Rio, The Usos, Kane, Kalisto, Naomi, The Ascension, Zack Ryder, Apollo Crews, Alexa Bliss, Breezango, Eva Marie, the Vaude Villains, Eric Rowan, Mojo Raleigh, and Carmella. The Ascension is still around? They're <laughs> 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 the Alicia Fox in the tag division. Um, uh, sorry. No, yeah, it's not yeah. bad, actually. And Cena to SmackDown, that's, that's pretty big. Yeah, I mean, they, they want it to be taken seriously. They need stars, and... God, he's gonna. How long is it gonna take him to break break Flair's record on SmackDown? He break, break it this year. What record is that? He's at fifteen. He needs to break sixteen. Oh shit! For world titles. Are they splitting the belt again or no? It's not been confirmed, but almost definitely. Here's here's an interesting question. Will John Cena break the record before somebody wins the bet? <laughs> What's he at right now? Tope, do you want to chase John Cena at something? Absolutely. <laughs> we have waited for this my entire life. Wait. Wait. Oh, I got a text from this girl. I was like, I read that. <laughs> this is live. We are reporting live on Augie's plus one attempt. 
Read us what you're typing. Are you tired? Oh. <laughs> God damn it. This bitch wants to show me helicopters. <laughs> wants to show me helicopters. What? <laughs> Spencer, be quiet, I'm trying to listen to Augie. <laughs> right, she's a helicopter mechanic, so she's asking me if I want to go fucking see helicopters. No, I don't want to see fucking helicopters! Unless the one comes out of your snatch! <laughs> Spencer, goddammit, you are the best impressionist in the history of impressionists. Yeah, I'm really getting done now. <laughs> uh... One thing, one last thing for the draft. Uh, we kind of touched on earlier, but the Wyatt family getting split up. Uh, split up. Uh, is that the end of Braun Strowman, or is that oh, he's gonna get shoved down our throats of Braun Strowman? Uh, I, no, we're not gonna see him much anymore. I think he's gonna be like a sleeper agent, right? Is he on the wait? Which one is? He's on Raw. He's on Raw he's with on Raw. Uh, Bray. No, 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 no. Bray and Rowan are on SmackDown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're never going to see them again. Um, I think they're just going to come out and, like, fuck with people, and then that's it. I don't think they're actually going to have matches. But is Strowman going to even do anything on Raw? Like... I, I wouldn't be surprised if he quietly went down the NXT for a little bit. Yeah. To get, to, like, the more seasoning. Because the other thing I found surprising, and also scary for my picks on Sunday, is the two heel stables were split up both the club and the Wyatt family, and now it's like, well, what the fuck? Like, I... I personally thought both those teams were gonna win on Sunday. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. yeah same. <laughs> what what kind of stinks but, about the uh, the Wyatt family is it, it revolves around Bray Wyatt. So when you take him out of the picture, it's like, well, who cares about these guys then? Like, that's their identity is somebody else. And also, sadly, like, who cares about Bray Wyatt? Because if he's a cult leader with no cult... Then he's just a fucking asshole talking a lot. <laughs> like I love Bray Wyatt, but we saw how much he struggled when he didn't have his people with him. And goddamn, if we didn't see how much Eric Rowan struggled, they gave him like a fucking autistic gimmick, basically. Basically, remember he nailed that Rubik's cube though. He nailed the Rubik's cube. He, they said he was a vintner. Like what? I had to look that word up. Yeah. <laughs> it's absurd. Um. So um. I, real quick. Uh, Luke Harper? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, because he's had some interesting tweets. Again, probably just be stirring the shit up, but yeah. I would almost be... I would bet that he would go on SmackDown, and they would just put the original three back together. Also, someone made a great point on Reddit that I agree with. What if they just like don't fucking follow the rules? Like That's a good rub for them. If they're just like, we're not going to listen to what you fucking pigeonhole us into, and Strowman just keeps showing up on SmackDown yeah, and say, fat, fuck it. Fat chance like, for that happening. No, I know, but... It's an interesting still. idea, but I, from everything I've heard about the the first draft, when it started blurring the lines, that's when shit kind of hit the fan. So if they're just out the gate blurring the lines already, that feels like a bad move. If it's yeah, if it's literally Braun Strowman, what is it going to hurt? Well, because if Braun Strowman does it, then why the fuck can't anybody else do it? And then what's the point of having a draft? I know, right. I get it. I and get the next it. thing you know, I'm marrying a toaster. <laughs> Real slippery slope here, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that could happen at any minute. Um, Where the fuck right. are we going? Alright, I'm on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why can't you stay on the phone? Because I pulled over into a fucking parking lot. I guess this bitch doesn't know where her helicopters are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, look up! I'd also tweet the shit out of that. 
Yeah, bye. Bye. I can't. I can't, he, I can't even the, fucking comprehend that kid anymore. That human being has had. Sorry, Augie. I'm putting this on there. That human being has had sex with over 20 people. <laughs> There's still hope for all of us. There's still hope for all of us. Uh, what else? Where Anything does he else? Find these people. <laughs> the helicopter museum, apparently. <laughs> Um, any other news? The fucking Matt Hardy's still a thing. Yeah. Uh, the Cruiserweight Um, Classic is great. Cruiserweight Classic is incredible. I cannot wait to watch episode two tomorrow. Cannot wait to watch the finale of Ultima Lucha Dos tomorrow. They're making a real good Lucha thing. (laughs) (laughs) They're making a great Lucha thing. Uh... Um, actually, I actually have not watched Finn vs. Nakamura yet, and I feel dirty about admitting that, but I have not had the chance to watch that yet. Uh, anybody else watched it? Yep, oh, yeah, it was like the whole episode. Good? Yeah, the whole episode is great. You get a, a, a fucking fire uh, Samoa Joe promo, and then yeah, that great match. Uh, you should do yourself a favor. You like wrestling? You should watch that match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm going to do it tomorrow or this weekend when I catch up on everything. Um, what else? Uh, anything else? Uh, I was going to ask Vince Russo about smoking weed, but he's got to train for his match against Ricky Morton at Pots, uh, Swoggle Mania 3. Oh, that reminds me. The, uh, the Swoggle Mania 3 announcement. Uh, October, Swoggle Mania 3. Big-ass event on Twitch. Got a lot of cool stuff jumping off. Um, and so far, everyone's got a little something-something. Tope's got his edge match. Rich gets to watch Russo and Ricky Morton try to kill each other. Augie already booked. Augie is an official booker because um, he booked Tonka versus Fireman versus Bubba Ray Dudley. But I'm the one putting this together. What about me? I deserve something too. Augie's gonna go see a helicopter. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, she might have blades for a pussy. Um, she a spinner? See, maybe. Uh, so yeah, you know what? It's gonna tear my heart in half. Well, let's fucking do it one time. Swoggle Mania 3, it'll be CM Punk one-on-one with Scott Steiner. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You will be able to hear that I won't have pants. Swoggle Mania 3 in October. Got another big announcement for our next week's show coming up for that. Uh... Anything else before we uh, wrap up with our reviews, our 300 reminder, and uh, general last thoughts? Nope. Nope. Rich, you good? I'm I'm great, man. Awesome, Spencer. You good? Dude, I'm so good. Yeah. Now it's three facts about Garrett Bischoff from Podswoggles, Garrett Bischoff expert, Tope. Uh, so good that we, of course, but really have to have Tope give us three facts about Garrett Bischoff. Uh, Garrett Bischoff went to the zoo last week because he really likes the movie Dr. Doolittle. He thinks Chris Benoit is a bad guy. (laughs) Bill Cosby's a good one. (laughs) 
doesn't know, man. He doesn't know. Also, bang up job, Augie, using your four powers as Swoggle Squad champion on the show, as always. Oh my God, God damn it. If he wins next week, I'm... I'm can we strip him of the title? <laughs> like, how do we go about doing that? We gotta fucking we, we gotta dig up Jack Tunney. Dig him up. Uh, Alright, so with that, uh, Rich, I'm gonna take it over to you uh, to uh, release some information that you recently discovered. Oh, shit, yes. And if you want, uh, you'll actually, you have to read all of them because that's that's what happens. So. Yes, that is what happens. Hold on just a sec. Let me get it, all the stuff pulled up. Um, so it was recently discovered that uh, we've only really been able to, to see um, iTunes reviews that were based here in the United States. Um, and so as such, that's been kind of giving the shaft to some people. Uh, some of our friends in Canada and the UK in particular. So I'm just going to run these down. I'll give you the dates as well because some of these are pretty fucking old. Um, right from the get-go, let's uh, start off with a, a review from August 16th, 2011. <laughs> Jesus Jones! Oh, we deserve by, this. <laughs> by Purple Nanoman from the United Kingdom. Anymore. And if you do, thank you. Yeah. Wait, uh, Rich, maybe don't read this one because maybe this is all that's keeping him on this earth. Like, once you read this review, he can finally go peacefully into that dark night. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like Casper. Like, this is his own <laughs> I don't know, I, but it's very nice to us, though. All right. It's titled Funny Stuff. <laughs> Can't believe I'm the first to review this. What the heck? <laughs> This is a very funny podcast. I wish they'd talk more about recent wrestling events, a little more, but it is an alternative to most other wrestling-related podcasts. Um, This is good criticism. Maybe you guys can use this. (laughs) I mean, yeah, we probably do talk a lot more about 2011 wrestling now. (laughs) That is is 59 months old. (laughs) That is amazing. Boy, how about that CM Punk uh, John Cena match? That <laughs> was working Scott Steiner. I don't know, man. All right, uh, next one from March tenth, two thousand thirteen, by Ando is Mighty from the United Kingdom. Top notch, a great podcast. All the Swaggle Squad and the friends are hilarious. Perfect listens if you're if you are feeling down. Um, that was very nice. Thank you very much for that. Um, Next one comes to us from Canada uh, from September 28th, 2014 by Will Thunder, entitled That Damn Good. Like being in the middle of the funniest damn conversation of your week, only I wish I could improv as well as these guys do. Hilarious wrestling and non-wrestling talk. A great part of my week. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Um, We're good at improv, too. Yeah. Uh, hey, speak for yourself. Give me a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> I was limited for that, except Spencer. <laughs> uh, this one is fantastic. From January 25th, 2015, from Canada, by... Hattery Tug. I would say Hattery Tug. No. Um, simply titled Best. Now keep in mind, this entire review... Is in all caps. <laughs> I did rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, and I fired. 
I and fireball shots. Rich is like Ziggler. Heart. Mullet is like Striker. Boo. Wind is like Reigns. We want refund. Hoggy <laughs> is like cocaine. HBK, aka Best. Podswoggle is better than any podcast. And I did 28 shots of fireball. Thanks to Kane, Big Show, Reigns, Rusev, and Wyatt. Pray for me. We want refund. That person is not dead. <laughs> also, also, did I not get drafted? <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't get drafted. That person's a big Ricky Board fan if you catch my drift. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Spencer, is this guy? Just... Like, mention me, not even Tepe. <laughs> yeah. Can you just go back real quick? I'm sorry, and just go to the sanctuary list off the four of us again. Okay. Yes. I... <laughs> Rich is like Ziggler. Heart. <laughs> Mullet is like Striker. Boo. <laughs> Win is like Reigns. We want refund. Augie is like Cocaine HBK, aka Best. Yeah, I'm, I'm linking that to you guys just so you can read them as well. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm following along. Uh, the next one is from March 2nd, 2015, uh, by The Natty King in Canada, entitled Funniest Wrestling Podcast Around, Dada. <laughs> uh, between the drunk history and the great depth of wrestling knowledge they have, this is the best wrestling podcast around, Brother Jack Dude. Uh, they have great chemistry and banter and are the kind of dudes you want to have a beer with. And. We do. Um, and then the most recent one, this is the updated uh, review that was submitted June 23rd, 2016 uh, from the UK. This is by SR Walton 181, Sam Walton. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Entitled, My I Love You of the Week. The best funniest podcast is not just about wrestling always manages to make me laugh no matter what mood i'm in also got me dirty looks on the train that one time also coming soon to arcade audio the bob backland review show that's a really good backland the candle podcast that's a really good candle the shampoo podcast that's a really good shampoo the freckle podcast that's a really good freckle. The Echo Podcast. That's a really good echo. That's a really good echo. <laughs> Thank you. The USB Cable Podcast. That's a really good USB cable. The, the Canned Beverage Podcast. That's a really good canned beverage. The Cheese Podcast. That's a really good cheese. That um, almost actually happened. <laughs> the T-Shirt Podcast. That's a really good t-shirt. The Lighter Podcast. Fellas, you want to join in? That's a really good lighter. lighter. The Sunrise Podcast. That's a really good sunrise. sunrise. The Sunset Podcast. That's a really good sunset. sunset. The Napkin Podcast. That's That's a a really really good good napkin. napkin. The Magazine Podcast. That's That's a really really good good magazine. magazine. The Podswoggle Podcast. That's, That's a, a really, really good, good swoggle. Uh-huh. Wait. It's hard to name 15 funny things off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> so oh thank you guys God. very much. 
Uh, sorry it took so long for some of those. Uh, that won't be the case moving forward. Um, and and thank you guys very much for providing us um, uh, these awesome reviews. They go a long way to helping other people discover the show. And you can leave us a review as well on iTunes or Google Play Music, wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Um, leave us a review. Leave us stars. Uh, much appreciated, guys. Absolutely. Thank you guys so very much. Very international flair to our listeners, and that's what we love is uh, you guys hitting some information. And going forward, of course, we will make sure we hit the shout outs. Also, we've had some great interactions on Twitter. We're not going to go through all of them, but want to give shout outs to um, uh, Charles Tweets, uh, Stand the Dry Bear, just our regulars. Thank you guys for the continued support. Um, and uh, of course, you can continue to support as I pitch it one more time. For episode 300, Rich, hit them with that tweet number where they can leave their questions, comments, funny jokes, and actual inquiries at for that episode. That is right. Go ahead and leave us leave us a question, man. Leave us a voicemail at 260-376-3299. That is 32... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is two. <laughs> that is 260-376-3299. Uh, that that spells out two six zero three pod two ninety nine. Um, anything you want to leave us there? Leave us a voicemail. Um, don't worry about it being too long. If it's too long, I'll cut it up. Um, but yeah, we want to hear from you guys. Absolutely. Um, and with that, thank you for listening to this episode of Pod Swoggle Pod Swoggle two ninety seven. So very, very close to those, uh, what are sure to be epic shows. Um, also, I can go ahead and announce, uh, shut up, Rich. Uh, also, <laughs> that's, about a, that's about a conversation that's not happening with words right now. Um, well, with not spoken words. Uh, I lost all train of <laughs> What am I saying? Uh... uh that. Um, wow, that really screwed me up. Squirt, 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 squirt. That's my favorite Pokemon. Squirtle. Actually, there's some there's some good talk about that on 299. But um, make sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, leave us a review as you heard there, we'll automatically read it on the show uh, Google Play as well your podcast automatically every single week hit us up on arcadeaudio.net with all the other shows and all those other ones you just heard that are legitimately going to be podcasts on our network one day, um, they're all great uh, including Spencer's own Dilaton Ball hilarious podcast with our good friend Johnny O'Mara Tope's great podcast RJ Hates Rap, which has got picked up they're all fantastic shows. Make sure to check those out. Um, hit us up with an email, potswoggle.gmail.com. Follow us on social media at Potswoggle on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, of course, on Twitch. This upcoming Tuesday, as I mentioned at the top of the show, 8.30 Eastern, Potswoggle title tournament, Elimination Chamber themed. Going to be a bunch of awesome awesomeness coming up from us uh, for the rest of the year, really, because, of course, in September, Rich, what do we got September 24th in Chicago? September 24th, Chicago, Illinois, going all day, all night. It's going to be Pod Slam 2016 Podcast Marathon, benefiting Connor's Cure. 
Um, we are so close. Oh, my God. There's so much to, to talk about that's going to be happening. Um, but just clear your schedule now for September 24th for that weekend. Um, it's going to be a blast. Um, and we're going to raise a shit ton of money for Connor's Cure again this year. Um, going to be wall-to-wall podcasts, games, giveaways, um, uh, shit. What else did we do last year, man? It was it was it was insanity. We're talking dunk tanks. We're talking clowns. No, we're no. talking magicians. No. We're talking petting zoo. No, we're we're talking <laughs> none of those. Is he, uh, is he, might be is a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we're talking full scale. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> a little, little too mafia, but you're close. Yeah, yeah I was going like razor ramen on that one. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> Um, well, you come to Pod Slam? <laughs> hey, that's yeah. But yeah, keep an eye. God damn. Uh, yo, that that is that was the Razor Ramon. That was fucking um, Chicos. Will you come to Chicos every Tuesday? Nachos are free because they're all stale. <laughs> oh, it's been so long since we've done a Chicos. Yeah, we should try to do Chicos live at Pod Slam. Chicos live at Pod Slam, <laughs> September twenty fourth. Uh, hopefully. Harass the dude. Harass Vince Russo. Rich versus Russo. I want to debate Vince Russo live on stage for charity at Pod Slam 2016. Get at him. Harass him. I don't give yeah. a shit about his privacy. <laughs> um, get Two him things. to do it. Uh, Go Real ahead, quick, Rick. just arcadeaudio.net slash Pod Slam and Pod Slam Live on Twitter uh, just to keep up with all those things, as well as uh, Pod Slam Podcast Marathon on Facebook, just to get all your updates on Pod Slam. Uh, two things: number one, to do Chico's, I need a three thousand dollar vest and to not shave my chest ever again. Uh, <laughs> number two, it got buried last the last couple episodes because you made a reference on a, on a podcast uh, that we recorded first, and you actually forgot to reference it. But yes, that needs to happen. Vince Russo can take yeah. the time to challenge Jim Cornette to a fucking kayfabe commentaries face-to-face interview for the cauliflower fucking alley club so that fucking like skandar akbar who i'm pretty sure is dead can eat cauliflower again then he can come to pod slam for fucking a wonderful charity the wonderful organization and talk to rich for a couple hours or we can set up like a boxing match <laughs> yo Ooh. i i I don't know who would win that, actually. <laughs> He's taking RKO's from Grado on the indie scene. I think he'll do anything for money nowadays. I mean, we're not paying him, but... Let's get Russo. Russo versus Rich. Bother the fuck out of him. Let's make it fucking happen. With that, Rich, any other final thoughts? Nah, man. I'm gonna go make a great Lucha shit later. <laughs> <laughs> the name of this podcast is by uh, by the way uh, make a great uh, draft thing and I think the uh is going to be in there <laughs> Tope final thoughts oh, um, apologies to Shot Sasha Banks and not apologies to Mojo Rally man you finally did it you finally fucking did it man that's it I just, that was a, a sincere speech to him I love him yeah, it's gonna get desperate one day, and you're gonna end up wanting to apologize to him instead. Oh, oh, hey now, hey now, hey, winning the bet, winning the bet. Yeah, that's a good point, as evident by Augie hanging out with fucking helicopters right now. Well, let's check and see with him, Augie. Last thoughts? Yeah, I gotta go. This chick can't find her own damn helicopter. 
Wait, there's nothing I can say that's going to be funnier than anything he really says. That's true. It really isn't. Like, he really screwed you up. It's, yeah, it's it, almost as, like, he'll hear your, your joke versions of him, and then he sets forth to outdo it in real life. Yeah, yeah. I, I always want to like, make oh, the... oh, that's po- where I have to be now? All right. <laughs> I always want to make the picture for the podcast this legitimate photo of a helicopter he sent us. <laughs> <laughs> Like he's a, he's just in a fucking. And I and fine, I'll say it. I said you better make, you better be able to say you made a girl squirt in a helicopter. Well, is is the ball in his court at that point? Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it, it depends on the girl, you know. Delete. Delete. <laughs> uh, Spencer, any final thoughts? Uh, man, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, listen to my podcast. Don't read my blog because I'm not uh, up to date on it anymore. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Hey, hey, look. Shit's boring, dude. <laughs> I'm still watching it. I am still watching those episodes, though. I'm just not writing about them. Fair enough. Just keep drop drop a line every few episodes or so. Yeah, I was thinking I, some- I might do that. I, I might just, like... Just write a real quick thing every once... Every, like, two or three episodes. Just like, oh, here's something crazy that just happened. Give me something to look forward to every day, please. <laughs> I could, I could <laughs> probably do that. Lunch. I could probably do that. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, then, for Spencer, for Rich, for Tope, and for Augie, making a girl squirt in a helicopter. <laughs> this is Mullet signing off for Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We are slogging off. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.